0: Hi, it's Jeff Farley at the Otisville Mount Hope Presbyterian Church and our weekly podcast, Today's Word from Our Sunday Sermon. If after listening you have questions and want to contact us, you can do that at our email at Press at hbc.rr.com or check out our website at www.otisvillepress.org. So uh, last week was Easter and we're on to the week after it. We're looking at Ezekiel chapter 37 verses 1 to 14. Some time later, I felt the Lord's power take control of me, and his spirit carried me to a valley full of bones. The Lord showed me all around, and everywhere I looked, I saw bones that were dried out. He said, Ezekiel, son of man, can these bones come back to life? I replied, Lord God, only you can answer that. He then told me to say, dry bones, listen to what the Lord is saying to you. I, the Lord God, will put breath in you, and once again you will live. I will wrap you with muscles and skin and breathe life into you. Then you will know that I am the Lord. I did what the Lord said, but before I finished speaking, I heard a rattling noise. The bones were coming together. I saw muscles and skin cover the bones, but they had no life in them. The Lord said, Ezekiel, now say to the wind, Lord, God, The Lord God commands you to blow from every direction and to breathe life into these dead bodies so they can live again. As soon as I said this, the wind blew among the bodies and they came back to life. They all stood up and there were enough to make a large army. The Lord said, Ezekiel, the people of Israel are like dead bones. They complain that they are dried up and that they have no hope for the future. So tell them, I, the Lord God, promise to open your graves and set you free. I will bring you back to Israel. And when that happens, you will realize that I am the Lord. My spirit will give you breath and you will live again. I will bring you home and you will know that I have kept my promise. I, the Lord, have spoken. So the question is, have you ever been spiritually dry? After Easter, it is so easy to be worn out with all your spiritual energy depleted. Yes, it's good to be beyond winter. Yes, it's good to be beyond Lent and Monday, Thursday and Good Friday. It's really good to see the crocuses and daffodils and buds on the tree. It's good to see the nation turning the corner on COVID, even with variants out there and younger people now struggling with the virus. It's good to be back outside and feel the heat of the sun on our skins, no matter what the dermatologist says. Use your sunscreen, people. But still, in spite of the good news of resurrection, in spite of the good news that Jesus is alive, there remains for many of us a bone tiredness that should signal that we need to stop, drop, and pray, that we need to come to the font of all blessing and drink deep. That we need to be aware of our spiritual fragileness and take time to refresh and get healthy. Between COVID and politics, isolation and winter, we have used up the energy that has moved us along in life. God is good all the time. But sometimes we are just tired and all dried out. And so it's time for revival and renewal and a new beginning. Not so we can run away, escape from life, but so we can run to it with full hearts and a desire to see God's kingdom come in all its glory, to see our lives come to flower just like those daffodils have in the gardens. We have been through a time of fear and defeat uh, and a full tomb. Now it's time to see the tomb empty. I was looking out in the yard the other day, and on the hill behind the neighbor's house was an uneven line of daffodils, not up by the house, not in the gardens, just down the hill growing and growing wild, free, out among the dry grasses. It was a wonderful picture of God's grace and love peeking out with glowing energy in the midst of a great big field of dryness. Ezekiel's vision is a different version of the same thing. The prophet was speaking to Judah and the Jewish people in captivity in Babylon. Unlike Jeremiah, who is still back in Judah, Ezekiel was in Susa, a captive like the rest. The image he sees in his vision is of a field of dry bones. It must have been deeply unsettling for a man who, one could imagine, had seen the fields of dead soldiers and others left behind after the battles with the far superior Babylonian armies. He knew that many of those who fell could still be in those fields, flesh rotting away, now only bones. If only they could come back to life. If only they had never fallen. If only Judah hadn't lost the battle. But Ezekiel knew there was more to the story. They hadn't failed just because they were outnumbered and outcommanded and outskilled in the art of war. They had fallen because God had weighed their faith and found it wanting. He had measured their devotion and found it lacking. They were just playing at being God's people, and God had judged them. They were unwilling to be filled with the Spirit and act as God's children would. They failed the prophet Micah's test for a people of God to be called the people of God. Listen to what the Lord says, Micah says. With what shall I come before the Lord and bow down before the exalted God? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, with 10,000 rivers of olive oil? Shall I offer my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body, for the sin of my soul? He has shown you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you to act justly? and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. God wants a people who love him, but also who love and respect each other, who love their neighbors as themselves. And Judah had failed miserably at this. So now God's people were like dried-out bones, figuratively and actually, shells of their former selves, empty of God's presence and God's power. Nothing was holding their dried-out bones together. No muscles, no ligaments, no tendons, no organs, no skin. But most importantly, no breath, no spirit, no presence of God in them. And what does God ask Ezekiel? Ezekiel, can these bones live? Can God's dried-out people be revived? Can they be resurrected? Can they become the living, moving, praising, serving, growing, changing, difference-making Spirit filled people who can by faith move mountains? Ezekiel's answer is Lord, only you can answer that. And so God did, as the dried out husks rose and were filled, just as the one laid in the tomb arose, and full of the Spirit challenged each and every one of us to not linger in our dried out state, but to pray for a filling that will empower us into our new future as a people and as the church. Yes, it's been tough. We've experienced some big losses. We are all very dry. The other day the dermatologist uh, dermatologist said to me, "You have extraordinarily dry skin." Thanks. My skin is practically Kentucky fried crispy. But it doesn't need to be, and neither does my soul or yours. We can determine right now to do what is needed to come close to the Lord and to let God refill us with his presence and his power and the Holy Spirit. Winter is gone. COVID, it appears, is on the ropes and the tomb is empty. So pour out your spirit, O God, and refresh your loving servants. We all pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining us for a few minutes on our podcast today. It's been fun. And remember, if you have questions, email us or check out the website. Get a hold of us. Ask anything you like. This is Jeff Farley signing off.